Welcome to the Order of Podcasters, and uh, we are continuing our adventure compound. I am your game master, Paul, and joined by uh, Jen, who plays Misty in the adventure. Welcome. How's it going? It's going well. How's it going with you? Doing well. I really like. I, I, in, in, in all seriousness, now I feel awkward, like not asking you how you're doing. It's a thing now. We now we have to. Ask it is <laughs> right. <laughs> one time, one of us is going to be having like a bad day and uh, and go on a rant, and um, you know, thirty minutes into the episode, it's like, wait, are they going to play the game or not? <laughs> <laughs> um. So we we really we really got thrown off uh, on on this because um. This this was supposed to be our second adventure, and it was uh, it was we, we do stream these on Twitch.tv slash Technofunkboy. I don't mention that nearly enough, um, but we we streamed the first part, and it was going to be two parts, and then we were going to stream the second part, and like the next day, we were going to stream the whole all of Blackwater, um, and just the trying to manage the timing of that uh, was was was. It's going to be interesting, but it was ambitious um, and it didn't work out. It was, it did not work out. And we, and, and I, I probably should have guessed on that uh, for sure, but um, we, we ended up having to postpone sec the second part of compound uh, for a while, um, which was, was interesting trying to keep like two separate adventures, like going in, 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 in your head. And um, I think, through I know it threw me off a little bit and I had I had to rewatch the whole first part of this adventure just to remember what in the world was happening. It definitely did especially because we knew going into Blackwater when we were playing that it was going to air before Compound but we had already recorded half of Compound. And so first of all, we were very conscious of the fact that well we can't die. Um, but also in addition, <laughs> it just was this weird, like time travel thing and the candle thing stuck. And so there were, I feel like we made a couple of inside jokes in Blackwater that may have been referencing the beginning of compound. I don't remember if we did or not, yeah. but it, and so I'm sure that maybe some of those things will make sense now, but it was, yeah, it was right. hard to keep up with. And then when we come back to play the second half, I was not going to lie, very lost. And so if, if I'm quiet for a lot of the second half of this adventure, that is me in the background being like, wait, what? The what? Or what? So. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was hilarious because we, uh, you know, we, we put the, I, I moved the streams from when we when we did it live on Twitch over to YouTube and and they don't really I mean they're they're just for archival purposes I, you know I'm not expecting anybody to actually watch them but um yeah the days leading up to doing compound part 2 uh I I I know I watched in in, in several different sittings I think Brian watched it, uh and I think Rob watched as well um but uh since it was super long, we like, you know, like would only watch a section. And so it went from like two views previously to 18 in three days. <laughs> so it did very well. Uh, but it was just from we us. Were, we were trying to prep. We were just trying to prep, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the rule I had made for in my own mind is that if one of you died in Blackwater, then we would have to make it so Blackwater would be second. And if one of you died in compound, then we would have to make it so compound would be second. That would explain why you were there, you know, on the other one. Um, but I did not know what I was going to do if someone died in both of them. 
Ooh. And uh, I was I was I was concerned about that. Um, obviously, that didn't happen in Blackwater. We're already past that, but uh, we'll have to we'll have to move forward and see what happens here in Compound. I'm Brian Hasty from the Double Density Podcast, as well as the Coda Podcast, and I'm playing Norman Johnson. My name is Rob Christopherson. I'm from the Coda, a music podcast. And for the order of podcasters, I'm playing Myron Dripchin. I'm Jennifer Taylor. I am the host of In Defense of Liberty podcast and the co-host of Vanish, and I play Misty Showers. And I'm Desdemona. I make YouTube videos about podcasts, co-creator for Call of Darkness, and I work on Cybernicide. So I'll be playing Ophelia. Our Ordo Veritatis team is called in to back up fellow investigator Ophelia, who is working undercover at a cult run by a man who calls himself Lyceran. The cult's mission is to call the light in to combat the coming darkness. Myron claims to be there to interview Lyceran for Tricoastal, while Misty and Norman say they are interested in joining claiming to be a married couple. They are told that this very evening there will be a members-only ceremony, but they manage to convince Lyceran to let them observe. During a tour, Norman sneaks away and breaks into a mysterious locked room where he finds numerous grandfather clocks. While waiting for the ceremony, the group meets some of the cult members and helps in a search for a pet cat when they come across a rat in the barn with its head bitten off. Following a trail of blood, they come across a pile of fatty tissue and human intestines hidden off to the side. Compound, Chapter 3 You see uh, a dead rat or more accurately half of a rat because its head has been bitten off and in examining it you you could you can tell that this this was this was a bite um from there there's a trail of blood over to the side and in a corner kind of partially buried in dirt you see just a pile of of this fatty material intestines and goo and it smells like it has been there for uh for a little while you know what i don't feel bad for him anymore i don't feel bad for these people anymore <laughs> I, that's fu- Fuck them now. Fuck them. <laughs> Full Metal D says, Fat, you say, make more candles. <laughs> We're having a fight club up in here. We are about to join a fight club. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's. The last time I was on the board. Who has. Um, um, wait, I have a question. Do yeah. we think that it's animal? remains in the corner or do we think it's human remains 
Yeah. Do we, yeah. do we have somebody with forensic anthropology or pathology? I have I, anthropology, I think. I have, uh, I have pathology. Okay. Okay. So you recognize that these are, these are human and the, and, and it looks like there's just been like just fat taken from the inside and splattered out as well as uh, a, a, a section of the intestines. Um, what's notable about it is that it's not stuff that is necessarily required to live. Um, you know, it's not like all of the intestines, it's a section. The other thing you're going to notice is that the cuts are very precise, like they're surgical. Am I like spreading this stuff out and like examining it? Because that's what I imagine I would have to do to know these things. Yeah. Um, okay. You brought gloves. Yeah. You've Did, done I? This. You've... Did I? I used all my preparedness points. <laughs> <laughs> I can hand her a pair if she needs to. <laughs> um, actually, I still have a, I have two prepared points still. Um, okay, so I think, guys, that the person that this belongs to might be still around. There's more to this body. Um, somebody's either seriously injured or there's more. There's the rest of the body is somewhere else. That or there's a competing candle cabal here that you're going to have to do battle with. That's serious business. Y'all. I'm thinking about going into the soap business next. What y'all think? Oh, uh, Logical. Uh, 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 My wife what? is smart. <laughs> <laughs> As a um, member of this cult, do I know of anybody who's been recently um, entered? Well, they did say Grant hasn't been around for a while, so I'm a bit worried about Grant. If we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah, no no one else would really stand out. Um, uh, now, Grant left like some time ago. He's been gone for several weeks. He's been uh, essentially like planting a, a branch up. up uh, uh, what did I say? I forgot what state I said. <laughs> Started with an M. <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Or Montana, one of those states. I think maybe it was Montana. Yeah, it was Montana. Montana. Like the Freeman. So, yeah, he's been helping them set up. And, um, and so, yeah, you don't think like this is like four weeks old. Okay. No, but they could have held him captive for a couple of weeks. Like, uh, Ophelia, have you ever been in here before? Yeah, she said it wasn't like this last time she was in here. Yeah, but like, like how many, like you've been around a bunch? So I've been here for a couple of months, but I only remember seeing the barn like one time. Okay. And yeah, there wasn't anything dead in here then. I was just, you know, snooping about and there wasn't anything suspicious. Right. (laughs) So, um... When is the last time we officially, like, act, or I would have actually heard from Grant or, like, saw him or heard his voice? 
Uh, probably be- before he left. Y'all are not big into technology or cell phones and stuff. They like or you know, decorating uh, most, um, or decorating. Yeah, or, <laughs> except oilies. Yeah, right. Should we? Should we, guys? Should we let somebody know about that? Or just? I mean, I feel kind of bad. Are the cops watching the place? There are those people. Amid, like, are they the cops, though? Yeah, we I haven't engaged with them. Anything. Yeah. I don't think we should say anything to any of the cult members that might be suspicious. I mean, I could maybe pull it off as in, like, I smelled something when I um, came and got the cats. Mm. But, but I don't want to make anybody be suspicious of us. Let's yeah, that's a good move. Mm-hmm. Plus, I, I, I totally cleaned the cat's paw off, so. <laughs> good. I am a little curious about our law enforcement friends, though. We haven't seen them in a while. Do you want to go take a walk with me? Yeah, we can go kind of, like, walk. Will they let us? I mean, they'll let us leave the property, right? Just kind of, like, take a walk and see if we can find anybody. They're watching from the window going, darn, we already lost them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head on over then and see yeah. if they're, you know, want to engage. Yeah, with us. let's like circle the perimeter and see if we can see any suspicious vans or abandoned, you know, homes that are besides nearby. the that we left. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, know, I know the purpose of that suspicious van. <laughs> yeah, it's a candle dispenser. Candles and beefits. All right, so are all of you going? Or just the two of you, romantic walk. I would say probably just the two of them. I'm yeah, still I don't gonna get in the way. still gonna just wander around. You know, talk to people if they're around, and yeah, um, try to you know actually serve the purpose I'm here for. Exciting and to take new. Him to, you know, whichever <laughs> cult members are usually here during the day. So, like, oh, I think you know, so and so might be. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, uh, you know, everybody will be getting back soon. Um, But you'll you'll run into kind of everybody who's here right now. Uh, But let's, yeah, let's take a walk around. And um, you, uh, once you kind of get out of sight of, of the, uh, of the, the actual compound, you know, you're still, uh, it's, it's a very, very large piece of land. And so, um, you know, you, you can still kind of follow the... Uh, You're telling me they had all this room to hide a body, and they put it in the barn? They didn't, hide, they didn't put a body in the barn. They, they put, put organs in the barn. They put part of a body in the barn. Yeah. They, all this land, you could put a little bit here, a little bit there. Stre- you know, Amateur. spread it out. Sprinkle it out. Spread it out. It's a treasure hunt. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> You will, uh, as you keep going, um, run into uh, a, into a car on the side of the road, and uh, you do uh, uh, note that there are two people inside. Norman, I think I think we should approach them. I'm going to go knock on their window in that case. That didn't take much. All of right. Answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, they they unroll the window, and uh, you. Um, uh, you know, the, you do recognize the same two people from, uh, from the, 
uh, from the hotel. And um, there, uh, once you get a kind of look in, uh, a look inside the car, it's definitely um, it's definitely decked out with, you know, uh, like um, binoculars and computers and law enforcement crap. Ah. And um, <laughs> they're they're uh, they they are still wearing their jackets, but you can see their shirts at this point, and they are labeled ATF. And how did I know? Yeah, I know? Th- that that wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first one says, uh, 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 "Well, hello, sir, ma'am. What what brings you around here?" Well, we just you know noticed that you were you know kind of parked on the side of the road here. Y'all y'all lost. Do y'all do y'all need help fixing a tire? Can can we help? And he he flashes his badge, and, she, and he's like, oh, no, ma'am, just official business. I very quickly flash my own fake badge, put it back, and say, listen, <laughs> I know that you're on a stakeout. We do them all the time. And I'm just kind of curious. Who are you watching? All right. Uh, and uh, using cop talk... You know, as as you as you talk to them more, they're gonna uh, they're they're gonna recognize. You know, okay, yeah, you're 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 with us, okay, and um, and so uh, they they kind of laugh. The person in the passenger seat very very slightly cracks a smile, just ever so slightly, but the person in the driver's seat just kind of chuckles. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, we've been out here for for a while, just keeping an eye on things. You know, you you know about that group over there, and kind of nods toward the the compound. You got a warrant, sir. <laughs> You're ruining the cop talk. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it a no knock or? A... <laughs> Do you so? Um... It's obvious that you're watching the cult with all the forms you got to fill out. I'm just curious. Uh... <laughs> You planning on coming in? Oh, I don't know anything about that yet. We're just gathering information at this point. Oh, you mean on um, Bob Knoberson? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, no, we don't. We don't have anything on him at this Good point. Good hair, bad name. <laughs> you got a you, you got a man on the inside, or uh, you still kind of? Dancing around the oh, perimeter. No. no, no, no. So, who are you with? You, it, uh, I saw you with one of the the members earlier. DEA. You, uh, you work in the in- inside. Say DEA. Who I'm with doesn't really <laughs> matter right now. Suffice it to say that we are not competing agencies necessarily, but uh, they're producing a lot of odd smells, knitted produce, (laughs) and they perhaps look like vessels for drugs, drug transportation. So we're just, me and the uh, uh, three-letter agency I'm with are just taking a look around. He, you, okay. First of all, Norman would never lie to cops. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know about that. It depends if, if he... Okay. I, I, I think he would if he's not entirely believing what they're telling him. 
Well, and his uh, loyalty is to Ordo Veritatis. Yeah, exactly. So while I have a reverence for, for cops and everything, I'm still not sure they're necessarily ATF. They're just like two guys in a, in a car. I don't know who they are. They haven't shown me any credentials. <laughs> they, should, they showed your badge. Yeah, but they could have fake badges. They could be just aiming to jerk off in that shed like the other people always do. Wait, wait. No, didn't you, didn't you uh, go up to a character in the last adventure and say, always trust law enforcement? Yeah, but who are I don't know if they're law enforcement. <laughs> well, when you when you say uh, when you talk about <laughs> the doilies, the, the guy in the passenger seat goes doilies. I knew there was something on. It. In fact, uh, in fact, uh, what's his name? Uh, Agent Larson here was talking about that just yesterday, weren't you, Agent Larson? And he just kind of looks at you. And goes, yep, talking about it yesterday, and uh, the. Uh, the other one says, yeah, I think you might be on to something there. That's all right. That's pretty good work. So if you run into anything uh, anything along the way that, that we can use, let us know. We'll do the same. Uh, so just um, uh, my wife here uh, has a gift for you guys, but uh, it's in our, our van. We'll be back in a second to bring you some candles. So we'll be back. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's station, you know. Uh, partners your wife that's kind of great i guess it's it's uh <laughs> it's exciting and dope as i heard a kid once say <laughs> on the job so uh misty and i i guess we'll head back to the the van for a sec yeah um so as part of what i do uh during my day rate so i'm a process server i have a, a bunch of like uh, surveillance material including um you know uh, mini cameras and, and other sort of things. And uh, in my neatly packed bag, I'm going to pull out a uh, very, 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 very tiny microphone that I'm going to try and figure out how to place into the candle. I'm so excited that he has the biggest microphone and you have the smallest. I know. Um, so, covering yeah. a spectrum. Yeah, that's here. not a euphemism. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I yeah, we got to roll preparedness on that. I I think that's going to be a four because uh, you are known to carry this sort of stuff with you. All right. So I have a seven. I'm going to use a two. What was what was I supposed to get? Four. Four or two. Uh, two. Okay. Or so I have a a three. So. Nice. I am okay. awkwardly placing a microphone to candle, hoping they don't burn the candle in the car. Yeah, we'll try to <laughs> smush that in there and make it look like we try to smooth the wax over. I mean, it's gonna be kind of hard to make it look like we didn't disturb it. But they're homemade okay. candles, so yeah. Who knows how lovely they are? So which scent? Right. Which scent? We got different scents to choose from. We have um, uh, hot leather. Um, we have, uh, let's see, uh, rusty. Do you have anything with a musk? Like a, like a musk? Oh, like a, like a, okay. I have wet rat. That one. Oh, I, mm. <laughs> not too strong, too strong. I'm just trying to think of a manly scent for, for the, for the gentleman. Oh, okay. A manly scent. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've, I've got one that smells sort of like, like, like urine and BO. I, deal yeah, let's do yeah. that okay. all um, right cool you know especially if you got like uh the the deer piss scent i think you're i think that'd be like the price yeah. predator predator recognizes predator yeah yeah, predator, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, let's go with that one. And it's it's um it's a purple candle. Mm-hmm. So we'll stick that in. Naturally. Okay, yeah, okay. take that back to him. All right, so y'all can deliver that. Hey, everybody. My name is Jennifer Taylor, and I am a criminal defense attorney in Austin, Texas. But I am also obsessed with true crime. And in consuming true crime media, I realize that many people out there lack a basic understanding of how the criminal justice system works or what their constitutional rights are. And second, I realize that the information that is publicly available is often misleading, incomplete, or just plain wrong. So in my show, In Defense of Liberty, we tell the stories that shaped criminal law in America. We explain landmark cases, discuss interesting legal issues, and speculate on what the future of criminal law might look like. We bring you experts and legal scholars, and periodically, I bring you some of my heroes from the criminal defense world. So if you're a true crime junkie like I am, head over to your favorite podcast catcher today and subscribe to In Defense of Liberty. All right, back uh, tipper to Myron and Ophelia. So uh, uh, Terry, um, Terry will talk to you now that her cat's back. Uh, if you want to talk to her, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and people gradually be coming in as well. Um, I uh, I think uh, just uh, inquiring. Well, how how did you become a member here? What drew you in? Oh, they're just they're they're so they're so nice here, and it's good to have a purpose, you know, because it's like, uh, you know, there's there, there there's there's so much that like the the world wants you to do and be, but like for what? But you know, we we all know it's getting worse out there, and this is gonna let me help people, and also. Um, I, uh, we, we do target practice every day and I really like firing that big gun. Like firing that big gun, huh? Oh yeah. What, uh, what, what kind of, what kind of guns you got around here? Oh, you know, just all like normal guns that you would need to protect yourself she's, from the she's darkness. She's one of our best. She's one of our best. Ah, that's, that, that's good. That's good. It's you. You always got to protect yourself. You never know what could happen. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, and it's getting crazy out there, right? We're, I mean, like, like two nights ago, you were telling that story about that guy who got abducted, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have got abducted if he brought a gun with him, right? Yeah. You know, it's a it's a good way to defend yourself against those pesky aliens. Trying to snatch you out of your bed at night and do that crazy butt stuff with you. I'm not down with it. <laughs> she nods at you knowingly. I know. I know. What did you do uh, before you you joined, Terry? Oh, I was in college a long time. Kept changing majors. You know how it is. Oh, I know all about the woes of college. <laughs> Believe me, that archaeology degree. Ugh. Oh, I did that for a semester. That was rough. 
That was rough. I was really good with the little the little sand sifter thing, uh, but nothing else. I was terrible <laughs> with it. Only thing I really was terrible at was that dang sifter thing. You know, and they never let me live it down. Oh, you missed one of the most important archaeological discoveries of the last decade. Wait, that was you? Yeah, that was we me. We heard about that. Yeah, it's kind of a, you know, I'm a joke in the archaeological community. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sore spot, but... <laughs> I've moved on. It's too bad that that sifting skill has really worked. Terry makes the best cake. She can sift the flour. <laughs> uh, perhaps I'll have to take a lesson because, uh, man, I don't know what it is. Just, just not good with it. Oh, so other people that are coming in is um, uh, you meet a. Uh, a a middle-aged uh, teacher named Walter, and uh, uh, about the same time, you you uh, you run across a, um, uh, a you know a, a woman of around thirty who is rather loud, and you're pretty sure you smell alcohol on her. You are told her name is Adrian. And then, uh, and then Ronnie, who can has to be eighteen years old, and he uh, is just uh, kind of carefree as he uh, come comes in, and uh, he'll 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 come directly to you and introduce himself. But uh, the other two are seem to kind of be heading toward their rooms. All right, no, that's that's understandable. We're getting into the afternoon. People are uh, people are going in to to grab some food. It does look like that the ceremony is going to start uh, rather early, so they're not they're not like you know sitting in there to, to eat like they they probably normally would. I'm but, probably off the you know, ironing yeah. all the lime green robes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is there anything else you want to accomplish before? before the ceremony hits. I guess we have everything we can get at this point without yeah. breaking into the armory or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Or poking around the living quarters, which I felt would be a bit suspicious at this point. You know, it comes about uh, comes about five o'clock, and you see Lysaren uh, coming in from the other room, and he, he you know, uh, he kind of grabs everybody's attention just uh, as he comes, and he's like, uh, "All right, well, it is time now. If did if, did did Grant make it?" And everybody kind of looks looks around and shakes their head. He says, "Oh, oh, darn. Well, that's." Uh, that's too bad, uh, but we'll we'll continue on, and uh, and and hope that he comes comes back to us in the morning. Um, did everybody get a chance to meet our our visitors? Hi, everybody. And uh, everybody says hi, and um, you see uh, Adrian like uh, take a swig off of a flask, 
and Lysaren starts heading upstairs. So, um, they did, uh, I'm assuming y'all locked the door back to the clock room. Yes. As, uh, as you go, uh, as you go up, uh, Lysaren will, will open the door and literally everybody you've met has, has come, has come for this. And there, there's, they all very, very quietly come into the room and there's no chairs there or anything. And, um, Misty, to your disappointment, you see a lot of like like candle holders set up, but no candles in them. And um, and so uh, they'll uh, they'll all they'll all kind of come in and and just kind of spread out and um, they close the door behind them. And Lysaren will say, "It's like uh, yes, this is." Ah, this is this is most this is most exciting. I they've uh, they've, they've had they've had much success. They've had much success with this in in our in our in our sister churches. And what, what we understand is that if we unite together in in this place, that. We will call for the forces of light faster, and, um, and so that they 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 might be able to come here uh, uh, sooner sooner than we had hoped, and the the reign of the darkness will be shorter. That that's always our hope. And so, if you would all gather together, and you make kind of circle and and uh and all hold hands if uh if you choose to if you don't they'll give you dirty looks and um there's there, there's actually no sound in here except for the playing of pink floyd and the lasers no. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no sound at all it it's just that them everybody in in a circle together and before you even realize that it has happened you suddenly notice that everyone is breathing at the same time and you can hear that over the tickings of the clocks and as you wait the 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 varying ticks around you all kind of come together and all the clocks start ticking at the exact same moment. And then those ticks slow down. See, it's crazier than the Pink Floyd laser show, I told you. <laughs> A little more complicated. Mm. <laughs> the, and then the ticking slows down. It gets slower and slower until the last tick echoes through the room. And you feel this incredible chill touch you. And all of the little uh, 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 holders for the candles start glowing this very, very faint blue glow. And this blue just envelops the entire room. I'd like to see how these uh, how these folks uh, operate around daylight savings time. God damn. <laughs> That's a really good point, yeah. Um, and then all at once, it's over. 
and the clocks have all resumed their normal ticking. Everybody's resumed their normal breathing. And, uh, and Lyceran is, is grinning very broadly. And he just looks at everybody and goes, thank you. Thank you all for being here. This was, I, 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 I never thought we would, we would be able to, to have a moment like that. That, uh, that touched me deeply, and I was so glad to have shared it with all of you and our, and our friends here. Thank you. Thank you for being, thank you for sharing that moment with us. And, uh, and everybody starts filing out. Um, and as, as you file out, you see a figure, you know, just, just like the, the tail end of somebody slipping into the, worship area um, but uh, as you look around everybody you're expecting is going down the stairs uh, I want to hang back as everyone goes down the stairs where's Myron I'm there I haven't moved I haven't gone anywhere I'm, I'm kind of just trying to be a wallflower you know, the, that's what I was trying to do the entire time, just observe. So, um, I'm there. I'm just, like, in a corner. Okay. Uh, I think we should, like, hang back and go back in the room. I agree. Okay. All right. So, uh, I, no, no one no one seems to notice this. In, um, so, are you going back into the clock room or into the, the worship room? I think we should go back into the worship room. We're going to figure saying that I'm going to put the candles back up now that the ceremony is over. That's so kind of you. I'm going to help. My wife so. needs me. This is not a job only two people can handle. We need all four of us. Alright, so as you go in to the worship room, you see a figure in a black suit sitting on the front row facing away from you. It's not someone you recognize. Do I? Re- I guess I don't recognize them either. It's not Grant. Is it Grant? No. I guess I say, hi, no. are you Grant? He stands up and turns around and he's, um, he's wearing, like I said, this black suit and he's got a black tie on and dark black sunglasses but it's not someone any of you have met before. And he talks and he has this really kind of gruff voice. And he says, it hurts it, you know, it hurts it. This thing that you seek, it's not from here, but this thing that they do, it will bring it again if it's not stopped. This opening is the beginning, and it mustn't continue. And then, in just this moment, his entire body seems to just disappear into mist, and he's gone. Who do the bloody intestines belong to, and what exactly has Lyceran tapped into? Find out more in two weeks 
with the continuation of Compound on the Order of Podcasters. You can follow the Order on Twitter and Instagram. And to support us, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please also follow the podcasts created by the individual players in this game. Music is by the Techno Funk Boy. You can watch us play live at www.twitch.tv slash technofunkboy. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in this episode. You can find them at sirenscape.com to use them at your gaming table. Hello, and welcome to the other place. The land of Fenrain has been on the brink of doom for years. Necromancers and the dead are rising on the edges of society, threatening life and peace across the land. Deep in the shadows, others try to unearth secret knowledge and unspeakable power. In Season 2, we follow Roberto, Talana, and Teco as they journey from Gilder, fighting the dead on a mission to stop a powerful evil. So he's just lunging at the first one there. He pulls out the weapon, gets it in both hands, rushes at the first thing, and then kind of leap jump stabs it. That way it can't get a chance to dodge out of the way. And he goes, freeze frame! And like ice crystals just form over the undead creature. And Takoa like twists his trident in it and it just shatters. So I come charging in. I have this great axe. So I use both my hands and I take it over my head and I chop it down, screaming, die thing! Technically it's already undead. <laughs> And as it smashes into his uh, blade, it's going to bounce off and make sparks on the ground. Whoa. He puffs up his big rabbit cheeks and blows through his teeth. And he gets his loot and brings it down to the, the chair right up to it. And he starts playing. And he starts going back into his mind. He wants to go into the other side. Wants to go where his ancestors are. The notes from the loot echo back, and Tekoa hears them taking on a different sort of resonance. Little crystals of ice and frost begin to form around Roberto's feet. When Roberto opens his eyes, the river stretches out on all sides. Wow, it never seems to not amaze me every time I come here. Join us for the newest season of The Other Place, wherever you get your podcasts.